96.1 FM Kohala Kohala, and uh, it's Thursday evening, March 31st, 2022, and it's 7.04, and you're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. If any of you would like to call in for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, call 884-5657. That's 884-5657. And I'm here with uh, my co-host, I'll call him. Kavika, how's it going, Kavika? How you doing? Aloha. Uh, very well, thank you. Yeah, how, what have you been up to lately? Uh, recuperating. Oh, <laughs> what, eat too much? Oh, that's one of them. <laughs> Trying to put up a fence line. Oh, oh. This old body is not meant for it. Uh, what, you pounding steak, uh, poles? Or yeah, digging holes for poles and uh, pounding steaks. Yeah, that's, uh, that's hard work. No fooling. I don't know. I don't envy the cowboys. Wow. Oh, well, 
yeah. Those who mean. ride fence. Oh, I did that too, man. It's not fun either. Yeah. Especially when you get a hard bit. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a lifestyle, huh? It's yeah. A, there's those who enjoy it. I can see lifestyle. how enjoyable it, it can be, you know, uh, riding yeah. the field and pushing cattle and yeah. looking down on the scenery. Oh, Ooh. it's beautiful out there. Yeah. Every time I go over the mountain road, I just, especially when I come up to the lookout. Yeah. Then you look down on uh, Kaboela or yeah. Waimea, yeah. down to uh, Waikolo, Kauai, Manake, you know, that big expanse, that oh, fist of just open plains or oh. something. Yeah. Then so the windmills spoiled it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, uh, well I, I was told one time that uh, Kabemia trade his wires on those plains. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I think I was told that. That they would, you know, learn different, you know, in fact, uh, his military strategy is, is taught at the West Point Academy. Oh. He had uh, that horned approach to, to battle. They were, it was like uh, the horns of a, of a, you know, a bull, sort yeah. of, you know, how it kind of hooked at the end. Uh-huh. And uh, that was the formation that he used. And My so, Greek? Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Uh. Uh, I was told my great great grandfather. Well, uh, he was one of the teachers of uh, uh, Lua, Lua oh, and cliff jumping. Oh, interesting! You bring up cliff jumping. Yeah, yeah. He brought that from uh, Rarotonga. Wow, that was a uh, an actual sport, cliff jumping. Uh huh. And uh, there are actually names. For the different jumps, and I don't know, I, I, as a kid, yeah, uh. we would we would jump, yeah, and we would do these different jumps, maneuvers, yeah, 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 you know, like uh, I remember one jump was called uh, pa'il, uh -huh. and you jump, and you put your your hands on your chest, uh -huh. uh, either cross or like in a prayer, yeah. And your feet would and toes would be straight, and then you you would jump like that, you know. And if you want to make a splash, just before you hit the water, you would bend your at your waist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There was actually uh, a Hawaiian sport of cliff jumping. Oh. I don't know if they went for height or what, but you know, I remember that. Yeah, reading about that was uh, one of the sports. Well, he applied it uh, later in life as a. Uh Fisherman, he would stand on a cliff uh -huh. and throw st sticks or half sticks of dynamite oh, on, on schools. Yeah, <laughs> then dive off of the cliff after they exploded. Right? After exploded, okay. yeah, and he gather the fish and ride a shark in. He'd grab onto the dorsal fin and ride the shark in. And I, you know, as a kid, I'm listening to this and I'm yeah, right. You know, this is yeah, kind of far fetched. What uh, storybook this came from? What if? If you see pictures, well, I don't know if there are any left, but there's a cavity on his chest from riding a shark so often. He rests the, the, the fin there. Oh, yeah? And hold the fish in one hand and, and the, the shark in the other. Wow. Oh. I want to know my heritage. I don't know if I'd do that. I, mm, I don't know if it's true. I just want to find out. Yeah, well, you know, who knows? Yeah. You know, Never know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like the sport of cliff jumping. I don't know. Uh, actually, uh, I think we try to do that at uh, some sort of event we had at the Kuala Pool. Oh. Was to do those different jumps. There's names for them. You know, I can't remember. I didn't know that. I used to be really engrossed in uh, Hawaiian mythology, and uh -huh. you know, I had all these books of different literature and. Uh -huh. Oh, my fr my good friend Bob Green. Yeah. And uh, he lives in Waikolo. And he was showing me his uh, his Hawaiian library. And he's got first edition, first edition books. Wow. Yeah, by Kamakao. Yeah. You know, all the Hawaiian. Kumulipo. Yeah, all the uh, Hawaiian authors. Uh-huh. Very. He does uh, moon calendar. He always gives me his moon calendar. Oh, you know, I forget what Ted Moon we got tonight, but you know, 
Oh, that, yeah. It's I can't remember ancient. only one. Uh, full moon. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Mahialani. Oh, Mahialani. Well, actually, it's not full, right? Mahialani. Well, it, it's either side of it, I yeah, think. Yeah, either one side yeah. or the other side. Either waning or coming. Yeah. yeah. What's the other full moon? There's four full moons. Yeah. It, Mahialani, what else? I don't know. Hoku. Hoku is one. Yeah. I believe, yeah. Pulu. Oh, that's, that's a dark moon, though, eh? Hoku. No. That's... All, all are lit full moons. Yeah, they, are, they call it the four full moons. Hmm. Yeah, Kulu yeah. was one. The Kulu was uh, when the full moon is beginning to descend, to drop. Yeah, uh, waning. Yeah, waning. Yeah. Because Kulu means to drop. Oh. And so that was a night not to plant bananas. Oh. Yeah. Because when your bananas are beginning to ripen, they're going to fall off. Kulu. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I used to do, uh, I used to teach the Hawaiian Moon Canon to high school presentations. Uh -huh. so, yeah, I used to know all that stuff, but uh, wow. over the years, you forget already. Oh, sure. You don't use, you don't yeah. lose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I told this story many times. Catching Ama down yeah. uh, Tabra Place. Okay. Down, you know, between Malcon and Kwan. Uh huh. And uh, not, not, not really catching. Having a hard time. Oh. The crab's running. So the kupuna is there with us. Yeah. Uh, Sonny uh, Solomon. Oh. Yeah. And he tells us, ah, we better go home. Oh, how come? Ah, look the moon. Look the moon, what? Oh. Small moon, huh? Yeah. You know, not dark night, but small moon. Uh -huh. Ah, no can. Why? Ah, look the moon. That's Hoaka. Hawk is when the, the ancestors walk, yeah? So they walk in ahead of us, and the crabs are running. Oh. Say, no can, Hawka moon. Yeah. <laughs> Just the wisdom of the kupunas, yeah? No fooling, uh, man. Everything was the moon, yeah? Even the fishing, uh, Joe Casimiro. Uh, Uncle Tommy? Yeah, with the moon face. Uh, ah, no can go. Uncle Tommy would trying to teach me about the clouds, fishing with clouds. Uh, uh -huh. uh, you know, like a lot of things, far-fetched. But, oh, they know their stuff, man. They knew their things, yeah. Mauna Kea, when the, when the clouds are low around the bottom, the base well, of it. Maui. Yeah. Yeah, Maui, hey, corner wind. And a long cloud along the ocean. What was that? Um, Mwenpachi. Huh? Mwenpachi Ulua. There's a long cloud along the ocean. Yeah. And uh, the upper clouds seem to be going against the wind. Oh, yeah, the yeah. wind yeah. coming from the north, yeah, and the winds. clouds are moving yeah. uh, south. Mm, interesting. I never noticed it, you know. Uh, look that one. Hmm. Okay, so uh, good night for Mimpachi. Really? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, we were sitting on the beach, he looked up, you know. Uh -huh. He's always observing. Uh, these fishermen, uh, yeah. they're observers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what made them fishermen. I mean, they could tell you when the fish, uh, uh, when they lay eggs, uh, when they fat, uh, uh -huh. uh, when all that kind of stuff, then you know. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what made them a fisherman. You know, for us, oh, what is a fisherman? Oh, somebody who goes fishing. Yeah. I'll tell them a fisherman yeah. knew all about the fish, the habitat, mm. everything, what they ate. In fact, uh, Johnny, uh, oh, what's his name? Ah, forget it. Oh, Carvalho. No, not Johnny Carvalho. I forget. Anyway, depending on what he wants to catch is what bait he would get. Mm. And he would take just his bowl and whatnot yeah. and go down the beach and gather the bait to get whatever fish he wants to catch. Yeah. Yeah, he never goes to a by shrimp or ikaa. Yeah. You know? I mean, the guy was a fisherman. Uh -huh. Shoreline. He was real good. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie Carvalho. Oh, Frankie Uncle Frankie was mean, man. He could fish. That was a fisherman. He could tell you the bait, what time the fish oh, come yeah. bite. Uh, I think he was good at it. Uh, we go home, watch TV, come back. Not going to bite. Soon as we get there, clang, 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 clang. Yeah, what? Good. But anyway, um, yeah, that's, I walked on memory lane a little bit. No fooling. Yeah, these people were uh, very skilled, very observant. Uh, they could tell us about climate change. Better than most, I bet. Oh, yeah. 
They knew. Yeah. Back in the 70s, they were already selling us. The weather has changed. Nope. Uh, but, you know, what do you mean? You know, they knew the weather had changed. And back in the 70s. Though. Yeah. And I remember, go ahead. No, I, I remember uh, I used to dive behind uh, Kiokia and going to Navy Bay. And I was told, oh, make use now because why no more? Not going to have fish. They're planting fish. What do you mean? Sure enough, 2000, 2001, nothing. Zero. How do they know this kind of stuff? Um, years of observation, uh, their, their parents, their fathers, uh-huh. teaching them, you know, uh, just like your father taught you, my father taught yeah. me, uh, passing on the, the information. Yeah. And then in the 70s, it reached a point where uh, I remember people like Frankie yeah. who depended, you know, because... Plantation, the wages were, you know, low. Uh-huh. And so you had a big garden, that's number one. You had plenty of kids. Yeah. You raised some chickens or something. Uh-huh. A pig in a backyard or two, yeah. right? You had something right. going on. Yeah. And uh, to supplement uh, the income, uh-huh. uh, they would fish or hunt. And so guys like Frankie were fishermen. Oh, And, and so, you know, you had to know, like, uh, when you're going, what you're going for, mm-hmm. when you're going, the time of the year, the month, you know, all that kind of stuff. The yeah. tide, yeah. what's the happening with the, the tide. counters. Yeah, all the counters. Yeah. Yeah. Counter means like, you, you want to give an example of what a counter is? Uh, if if something is uh, blossoming or abundant on the land, there's something that corresponds with it in the ocean. Some type of fish or sea life. Yeah, it like, is abundant uh, as well. Like the kiawi bean, with the kiawi yeah. bean, all the yellow beans Bana. are fat, and you know they drop into the ground. Uh. And hokioki is fat, vana. Vana is that's fat. It's a time to uh, yeah. go get. Go gather. Yeah. yeah, that's the counter. Mm-hmm. On land, it's telling us, yeah. oh, when the ulu tree, uh, the ulu is about the size of your fist. Oh, the he is in yeah. time to go, go get he octopus. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, things like that. Fanini. Panini. No? Yeah. Yeah, what did that say? Panini was a uh, ooh, a holy holy. Oh. Oh. I'm going to come back to that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yeah. these are good memories. Anyway, uh, what I wanted to do was uh, give an update on the Kohala Pool. And recently, good. in fact, Tuesday uh-huh. at 10.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Mo Messina, who's uh-huh. the head of uh, <coughs> Parks, and James Komata, mm. he's the head of uh, the planners. Yeah, not the planning department, but you know the Plan- guys who design. Planners, yeah. Uh, they came out, and the reason why they came out was to meet. I had formed a group called the Friends of Kuala Pool. Mm. Uh, just a group of people that use the pool. And, uh, you know, they were concerned that, oh, how can we kind of get the pool up and going and try to understand this whole, uh, you know, uh, situation. And so we met as a group, uh, this is about maybe a couple weeks ago, and came up with some ideas, plans of how can we temporarily reopen the pool until such time the county is shovel ready to do a complete renovation, which they say is going to cost $4.5 million, dollars, yeah. which is a lot of money. No fooling. And they don't have the money. So, you know, how long does it mean the pools could be closed? And in the meantime, could we somehow uh, reopen the pool temporarily mm-hmm. until they're ready to break ground? I mean, they really they got the money, they got the, the plans, the design, they're ready to go. Yeah. Because it's probably going to take about a year. Wow. Yeah. So they shut the pool down Yeah. because the pump broke. Uh-huh. And they said, well, they ain't going to fix it. Yeah. Uh, no sense throwing good money after bad. Right. So they closed the pool. So it could be like if we look uh, at Honoka'a pool, they've been closed mm. for almost three and a half years. Same story. Yeah. Same story. The pump broke. Uh-huh. Cannot fix. 
Yeah. So they got to raise the money to fix the pool. So wow. almost three and a half years later, uh, they're in a position to reopen Honoka Pool. Wow. So it's three and a half years the pool's been closed. Hmm. Yeah. And not to blame anyone. You know, oh, it is what it is. What but it is, yeah. Know. And when you get into it, you begin to understand how jam up the county is. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, not jam. What I mean is, yeah, like, there's I, I, a I lot understand. of there's a lot of restrictions. Uh huh. You know, just based upon protocols. Cannot do this. Cannot do it because you got the union. One thing. Not okay. to blame the union. You're protecting the workers, and then you got rules of engagement. Of how the county does business. Ooh, I hate that term. Rule well, of engagement. Brings my bad, bad memories. But anyway, uh, let me uh, go on. So we met with these two gentlemen, and they came out, mm. you know, wanting to know, okay, what's, uh, what's the plan? Okay. And how can we make it work? Yeah. So yeah. that was important, that we were going to be partners in this. Because their hands are tied. Awesome. Yeah. yeah their hands are tied. I'm not going to tell you why. Oh. Huh. And how can we, what's your plan and how we're going to do this? All right. So let me, let me tell you the people on the group. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, Bill and Bob Davis, you know, they're business people. Uh-huh. And they, they bring clarity to the uh, division. Okay. You know, because uh, business people are very organized. Yeah. Yeah, very organized yeah. people. And so they bring clarity in, in terms of how we can strategize this whole. All right. Oh, reopening. And we said. Set uh, June first as a target date. You know, if we're able to do do this, yeah, then we want to be open by June first. Yeah, okay. And then there's uh, Robin Woodley, uh -huh. you know, town veterinarian. Uh, we talked about somebody came up with a slogan. Uh, what was it? Oh, Kohala, pool together. Oh, yeah, nice. And, and so. She designed a T-shirt, you know, the input of the group. Okay. And so she just mapped out this whole uh, agreement with a T-shirt maker and everything, right down to the how many, how much can cost, like that. And so it was. It's more of an awareness program. Yeah. You know. And then we got uh, uh, Rick Cohen. He's a pool patron. Uh, he's very good at contacting uh, political officials. Uh, Whoever, mm. the mayor, you know, what have you. He's very good at that. Okay. Uh, and, but he's the guy, he's in charge of putting together a nonprofit status uh, with organizations that can help us so that people that want to donate, uh -huh. you know, sums of money. I'm talking about not, you know, 25 bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, they would want a, uh, what do you call that? Tax. Oh. Right off. Yeah. So he's in charge. He's got that all set up, not ready to go. Okay. And there's Andy Longpre. She's the uh, chairwoman for the uh, Parks, Roads, and Water Committee for the CDP, called CDP. Mm. And she's part of the fundraising group. But she's also there to be a liaison to the CDP to, you know, keep them we'll updated. Okay, what's happening with the pool? Oh, okay, she's got the information. Yeah. She's sitting right there. And then we got uh, a senior lifeguard, Spencer Coakley, you know. Mm. Uh, people pass by, they look at the pool, and the water looks really clean. There's no pump. Yeah. Except this little pump, you know. And he does a really good job in keeping the water clean. The people go, oh, is the pool open? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, usually the pee, uh, the pool look like pea soup. It'd be green. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, he's got it down. And then we have the district superintendent that sits down with us on the committee. And, mm. uh, her name is uh, Lindsay Eel. Yeah, oh. she's uh, the... District supervises all the parks, the pool in uh, North Hawaii. Okay. You know, Waimea, Kohala, yeah, and uh -huh. uh, Waikolo. And so, you know, she's a link to the uh, Parks and Rec uh, Aquatics uh, Division. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Aquatics Division guys, uh, you know, we, we communicate. We keep them, they want to know what's going on, how can they support us. Mm. And all this kind of so we've we've created these uh these links. Yeah. With the uh different, you know, departments. Uh huh. And you know, it's a very uh it, it's like, okay, how can we work together? Which yeah. has been very positive. Networking. Yeah. And it's not like we ain't gonna cry about it, complain uh -huh. about it, whine about it. 
you know. Uh, these don't people, get anything done. Yeah, these people are not coming. They don't, you know, they're not, we, we, don't, we don't sit there and, and complain about stuff. They talk mm -hmm. about, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I accomplished. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. This is where we're going to do it. And this is why we're doing it. Yeah. And you sit at the meeting, and that's how it comes out. Wow. You know, these are all uh, really cool people. I like working with them. I'm learning a lot from them. Awesome. <coughs> My job basically is uh, is a moderator. Mm. I just keep things flowing, keep things moving. And then the uh, one of the uh, really essential guys to all of this is uh, Gary Takalian. Uh, Fifty years. He lives in Guam. Been mm. here for about, oh, I don't know, eight years or so. But for 50 years, he was a, a pool contractor in California. Yeah. And the guy built, oh, you met him. I met him, yeah. And he I built all kinds of pools and stuff. So oh. we talk about pools. Yeah, this guy, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Messina and uh, James, come on. They come out and they want to meet. Yeah. So I told the queen, anybody like come up, you know, sit in, come, you know, just listen in, whatever. But uh, Gary, you know, he's the guy that knows pools. in and out what, what we're talking about. Yeah. So what they wanted to know was, okay, how do you guys plan to open this pool? And so Gary, he's got three different scenarios, man. I mean, the guy is hot. Yeah. Man. I mean, he knows his stuff. <laughs> Take it away, Gary. And uh, he presents the different scenarios. Yeah. Wow. And one scenario he said is, can you get the pump for us? Because as a young man, mm. yeah, I think he... It seemed like he worked in his father's shop where they fixed pumps and other pool equipment. Okay. And the guy who was telling us, yeah, he used to rewind motors and do all that kind of stuff. Wow. So yeah, he said, first he says, uh, one scenario is, can you, can we have the pump? Oh. Because he wants to take it apart and look at it. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he can fix it. Okay, because to have, a, this is, the, now when the pump broke, they took it to Hilo and they said, that's it. We're not going to repair this thing. This pump is broken. Because it costs like several thousands of dollars to fix these right. pumps. Yeah. There's only one place in Hilo that does that. They fix all the pumps for all the industrial companies and whatnot. All mm. kind of pumps. They okay. And uh, usually it could cost like five grand. Yeah. Yeah. Now they had fixed it, brought it back. Two, three weeks later, the pump broke again. Ah, you know, forget it. We're not going to fix it. Throw bad, good money uh, after bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Gary's saying, look, man, I used to fix pumps. Yeah. Can you get the pump for us? And uh, I want to take a look at it. Maybe I can fix it. Wow. So, so okay, so here's Messina, guys. Uh-huh. You know, and I know a backstory to all of this. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not going to mention it, but... I know uh, what took place in Honokaha because I, in communication with their friends of Honokaha Pool, oh, yeah. and they've been closed for three and a half years. And, you know, they got a story about it. Anyway, uh, and they tell us, okay, soon we find the pump, we'll ship it up. Wow, that was heavy. I thought, when I think of the Honokaha Pool, mm. when they tried to get their pump, what they had to go through. But, you know, this is different administration. And said, yeah, so we locate the pumps. It's got to be somewhere. We don't throw stuff away. We'll, sh we'll ship it up to you. So Gary goes, fine. If I can fix that pump, we're going to put that pump back into the pool. Yeah. In the pump room. Uh -huh. And then he says, what we're going to do with the filters is uh, we're going to pop the top, which, you, which you, you're supposed to, mm -hmm. remove all the silica, sand, and wow. in inside there's these plastic veins, uh, uh, yeah, and and change them out, mm -hmm. you know, get a shop vac or something, suck all the sand out, and put sand back, and, you know, we got the pump installed, we got the uh, filters, right. and we should be good to go. Mm. What we wanted to do was install another pump, change it all the filters. Ah, it would cost us uh, less than 20000 yeah. Interesting thing, when we, I wrote a letter in Kuala Mountain News, yeah, and when we started this, and we said, okay, uh, Gary said, this is going to cost about 20000 so everybody's going, okay. Uh, in two days, yeah? Yeah. In two days, well, 
we had people pledge 12 grand. Incredible. Just in two days. Yeah. When they heard about it, you know, when these people went and contacted people to say, hey, can you donate to the pool? Uh-huh. Yeah. We got like 12,000. So to get another eight grand, I don't think it's going to be that difficult. But anyway, so that's scenario number one. Right. Yeah. If we can get the pool pump fix mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, that's a big scenario. Yeah, but Gary is pretty confident that man, if he get his hands on the pump, yeah. he'll have to give it a shot. Okay, why is that important? You know, this is where we run into county protocols. Yeah. As long as we do the work on a pro bono basis, which is free, mm. yeah. Doesn't interfere with the union. Doesn't interfere with anybody where whenever you got to buy something, whenever yeah. you got to hire someone, yeah. you got to put them off a bid. Right. That can take a while. Mm. If we change out the pumps, yeah, we're going to draw a design plan. It's got to be stumped by a mechanical engineer. Yeah. It has to, you know, yeah, then you got to go get a permit. Mm-hmm. You know how long it would take to get a permit? Nope. Too much. They're about four months behind. Wow. The last time I checked with the permit department for something else. Oh. Uh, all the builders out here in Kohala, they know what I'm talking about. What is this, all-inclusive permits or, or just yeah, for Whenever one? you change something out, oh. you can change, like take one filter. Yeah. We're going to disconnect, take it out, put it in a new filter. You need a permit. Man. So just to get permits or what that would take us at least a year. Yeah. If we move the pump, you know. So those are the county protocols that they're not putting on us. It's just what they got to work on as well. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're hoping that we can fix the pump. We can clean out the filters, you know. And now the third part is this. Uh, there may be roots in the line. Mm. Which impedes the flow of water. Yeah. Yeah. So, Department of Health Standards is in, a, in a, I think, an eight-hour period. Yeah. Uh, you got to have the pool water flow through. Oh. In eight hours. I forget how many. Gallons. Or yeah, I forget. Yeah. The flow is about, I don't know, about 700 gallons per minute. Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's the standard. There's a, there's a national standard. I remember when I was a lifeguard there. It was about 700 or 600 something, I forget. Yeah, okay. but the water got to flow, flow through. Yeah. yeah. And there's a flow meter. You can hook up a flow meter and you can, you know, test for that stuff. Mm-hmm. So to get away from the permit system, yeah, we're going to try to use the old pump, fix it, uh, and then the filters, clean them out. Yeah, no, no move them out, so we'd have to get into the permit. And uh, now here comes the root strip. Yeah. If there's roots in a line. Yeah. yeah. But this is kind of encouraging. You know, they have cameras. They run the cameras through the line. They mm-hmm. find out where. We'd have to uh, break through the concrete to where those roots are. Mm, and no. cha- Yeah. Find out, yeah. You know, we locate where the roots are, where the problem is. Uh, there's a system that works in. Yeah. It cut through the concrete. We've done that before. At the pool, uh, when the water line was leaking under the concrete. Yeah, but I've seen it done without breaking a li- breaking ground. Like a rotor ruler. Yeah, if that send a camera in with the ruler yeah, in yeah. place. Yeah, that works. That's great. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm trying. I'm I'm giving you like the whole scenario. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 It's okay. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. We either gotta dig through, change the pipe, or use that rotor ruler thing. Yeah. If that works. Yeah. So that's the best case scenario. All right. Okay. If we're gonna change out the pump, the filters, uh, you're talking permits. Mm. Yeah, you know that. that Purino. Yeah. So we're sitting there, we're, and you know the guys are going, yeah, you know, uh, you know they can't get away from the permit system. Uh-huh. You know, then the Department of Health got to come inspect and, you know, say okay, everything's good. Then you got to get them. A mechanical engineer, stamp it. Yeah, to to approve to go in there and uh, okay, all the work we did, okay, it's good. 
Yeah. Or kind of oversee the project. All right, you know, we're going to do this, okay. Uh-huh. So you got to get that. Uh, luckily, this guy, Jerry Takelian, uh, he knows people. Yeah, he knows people. So that's been very positive. Now we're sitting there, we're going, permits, permits. Wow, what a headache. Huh? <laughs> and then James Kobate tells us, he said, you know, to install one garbage disposal, you see, mm-hmm. you got to get a permit. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. You knew that? Yeah. What the hell? They, they, they put, you got to pull permits for almost everything. I got to get a permit yeah. to install one garbage disposal. You got to be joking, bro. I'm going to dispose, I'm going to, I'm going to, <laughs> why tell them just put it in that's why I say it. you know there's a joke when I was uh, working for Flumina Ditch and they take the people who are going on a, on the a, a rafting trip uh, what was involved in the engineering and the statistics and what, what type of people they were looking for to work on a specific portion of the flume and one of the one of the People, the tourists or the clients stood up and they said, you know, we have the same problem in California. It's easier or you get it done a lot quicker to pull it, take the pictures, document it, and then when it comes time, you submit those and uh, instead of waiting all that time. And another person said, uh, yeah, you know, imagine if they had to pull permits for that flume, in a ditch, for that flume to go in. Yeah. Oh, my God. He said, to today, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have stopped, uh, happened. Uh, they were still pulling permits. But that blew my mind when uh, we had a pulling permit to put a garbage disposal underneath no this thing. I mean, I looked at him like, and he looked at us like, I'm not going to say what his face looked like, uh, but it was kind of like, yeah. I went, because yeah. oh, it's wastewater. You're dealing with wastewater. A lot, of, a lot has changed since the, the electrical and water system licenses went in. Before, you didn't have to. I mean, you didn't need a licensed electrician or plumber to do the work. So anyway, uh, yeah. right now, okay, we're waiting for that pump. Right. The uh, aquatics division people in Hilo, mm-hmm. you know, they asked, how can we help you? Says, hey, find that pump and awesome. ship it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same as Messina and Tor- uh, Komata. Uh. What do you guys need? Find the pump, ship them up to us. Yeah. So that we can, you know, work on it, mm-hmm. hopefully. If we can fix it, hey, we put them back. And uh, clean out the, f- and uh, Gary says, we get that pump, we can fix it, we can get it working. Yeah. Uh, we'll clean out those those filters. Yeah. We get a mechanical engine or stamp, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, if the roots are a problem, we get rid of the, you know, it's, you uh-huh. know, we're, look, we're, we're looking at June 1st, yeah. Okay. So this is what, uh, April. April, May. So we got like 60 days to put it together. Yeah. And hopefully that we'll be able to do that. Now, these are all volunteers. Yeah. Um, and, but they're, they're the kind of people that they don't have time to fool around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really neat. Uh, they're busy people. Sure. I mean, they're running businesses. Yeah. And, uh, but I like working with them because they're efficient, they're fast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're doers. Huh? Yeah. But uh, that's where it is at, folks, you know, uh, regarding the koala pool. Uh, hopefully... Uh, they can locate where their pump is. Uh, we're having open lines of communication. Mm-hmm. We exchange, uh, just like, you know. Yeah. You know how you exchange business cards, yeah? You know, you uh-huh. exchange the car about, about to each other, you know. And <laughs> we're all exchanging business cards. Yeah. This is uh-huh. how you contact. Oh, but there's been uh, direct lines of communication, emails. Yeah. Uh, we talked about, okay, this is how we're going to communicate, who we're communicating to. Who do we need to communicate to, et cetera? Uh-huh. And so that's all been established. Uh, so t- for me, you know, was, uh, a, lot, a lot was accomplished, but it wasn't to what we really wanted, which was just a free hand, let us go, we'll do the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not that simple. Uh, but well, you know, it's county protocols. It's planned, it's, it's uh, you know, you have a goal set for every, every step of the way. It's not like a tiny fire drill or. You know, chasing chickens. Uh, no, no, it's, uh, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh-huh. It's going to take a little bit of time. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, we're going to take a short break now. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. 
And we've been talking with Vika on a, a Kuala Pool update. And we'll be right back. That's poor Lily Hua. Ah, you know, Ooh. these guys, Matthew and Ross. Yeah. They used to just pop up at your house with yeah. your guitar and ukulele. No and, Thanksgiving. You know, we were cooking the, oh yeah. roasting the cook. Uh, and they come the inside, sit down, and they would put, sing. And, oh, jeez, uh, what a oh treat. And what a treat. Yeah. And then they, uh, they would have free classes, come learn ukulele, guitar, all that kind. Uh. And we would send our kids. Yeah. Because one day, they're not going to be there. Yeah. Right. And uh, oh, I just, I miss that. You know, uh-huh. I miss that. But anyway, I'm so thankful that we had that opportunity to to be good friends mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. And to enjoy. I remember standing in line at the Okola Courthouse. It was uh, a book signing and the selling of this book uh, of uh, Naoli's Journey. Oh. With King Kamehameha wow, to be yeah. to uh, to the valleys, to the valleys, yeah, Fifth Valley, yeah. Uh-huh. 
And I'm standing in line, and Rosalind and Matthew Macayo are singing. Yeah. Beautiful. It's at night, and you know, it's just a beautiful night. Huh. And this uh, woman turns around from, to me, Holly woman. Yeah. And she says, oh, that's so beautiful. I said, yeah, that's beautiful. She says, where can I find this or get this or this, them singing? I said, huh. And I said, uh, Google. And she looked at me, and she said, oh, where, what? I said, Google. Yeah. And she said, Google. <laughs> she buzzed off that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. Well, well, well we're sharing our thanks. Uh, I'd like to send my one hour out to uh, this group of kind people who are dedicating their time and their investing in uh, Koala's pool, you know, the future of, uh, of the children and the people in general. I want to thank you. Oh, thank you, Kovika. Uh, yeah. Much appreciated. I'm sure they appreciate that. You know, um, in Vietnam, there was this, these, these men. Uh-huh. I think you had to be crazy. But they're called LERP teams, long-range reconnaissance yeah. patrols. Yeah. That'd be like, I don't know, seven guys maybe or something. Mm-hmm. And they'd drop them off deep in a jungle. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, they'd drop them off. Yeah. And their job was to find the enemy, right. not to engage, oh. just to find. But it, it were these small teams, yeah. and they could move quickly. Yeah? Uh-huh. And it's kind of like this this group. Yeah. It's a small group of people, but they can move quickly. Uh-huh. You know, they yeah. can make decisions real fast. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's why they're they're efficient. Mm. You know, it's like these lerp lerp, lerp Vietnamese, yeah. like Vietnam. I used to watch these lerp teams. Yeah. Yeah. Come walking in from the jungle, huh. and uh, <laughs> I used to look at them and go, "Wow!" You know, there was some. These are young. I think the sergeant of the group was like twenty-two. Huh. Everybody else was like early teens, late yeah, teens. nineteen. You know, yeah. 20, 20, 20, Yeah, young. But and you can just look at their faces. I mean, they were like young guys. Yeah, I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Well, uh, I mean, we had the uh, seer group. You know, new, uh, seals, search, yeah, invasion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, reconnaissance, oh. evacuate. So this is kind of like uh, the LERP team oh. who's inserted <laughs> themselves, <laughs> you know, into this uh, situation. Yeah. And they're very efficient and they move very quickly. But, yeah, I'm really thankful for these guys. And, you know, to a man, to a woman, uh, you know, they always say, uh, this is my opportunity to give back to the community. Yeah, uh, especially like guys like Gary and, and Rick and oh. Robin. You know, uh, they're doing this because this is their community and they want to give back to it. But anyway, that's Kuala Pool. I uh, hope that uh, everything goes well and we can mm. get that pump, move forward, and get that pool open. And hopefully yeah. nothing else arises now. Uh, one thing I, I, I failed to mention is hopefully that... Uh, the pump room is safe, uh-huh. and there's not going to be any any problems. Because oh, you know, it's an unsafe condition in there. I, I don't I don't see how, but you know, uh, that's something they're going to be checking on too. Okay, so people out there, um, I encourage you to pray, rub your juju, cross your fingers, uh, do what you got to do, but uh, try to help this thing get along because it's a worthy cause and the people are committed. Soon as we get, soon as we get word, like okay, man, uh, you're good to go. Then we'll go raise the other uh, eight thousand oh, dollars and yeah. and start to buy ma- the materials and do what we gotta do. Uh-huh. And so hopefully in two months we'll get it going. Wow. But anyway, uh, I know earlier we we're talking about yeah, the ohole hole. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, that was at Umiwai. Yeah. Remember Umiwai? Yeah. Umiwai, Umi. Okay. Umi was, uh, well, there's a whole story about him. But he becomes uh, the Mo'i, the chief. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And Waipio is the, was the head of the government. Okay. Uh, Waipio, you know, fooled. Yeah. You could feed people. You could feed an army. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you've been known to Waipio. Yeah. My wife's uncle uh, lived there in 1926. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And 
it's all taro loi. That's uh-huh. a lot of food that Valley produces. Waimanu had some too. You know yeah. what I mean? Waimanu. Oh, yeah. Waimanu. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, Kohala. Yeah. Uh, the the sh- the river the stream, the Kapanaya. Yeah. And you know, it goes up. Uh-huh. Uh Up through Oi Oi Road with that. Yeah. Uh, I counted uh, on a map. Oh. They had mapped out. 200 lois. Wow. 200 lois going up that stream up to the, you know, up Mauka. Yeah. That's, that's you know, uh, that's a lot of lois, bro. No fooling. Uh, that's why Kohala was rich. They had a lot of food, yeah. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we talk about Umi Wai. Yeah. And I remember uh, when we were diving, huh? mm. oh, we can dive. Oh, we'll go Umi Wai. And Umi Wai was actually a spring. Yep. Yeah? It still is. Get some fortunes. Well, the guy built his house there. Yeah, he screwed it up. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But uh. there's a water source. If there was a fire, it would use the water. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh-huh. um, but Umi Wai, remember, the water would flow through there. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it was a spring, yeah. Not like a stream running. Yeah. Well, underwater. I mean, underground. Yeah. Waikani well, had one, too. Waikani, Waikani. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the uh, the Koho would grow. Uh-huh. Right? Right. But I remember you mentioned Ahole Hole. Mm. And what was significant about Umi Wai and the Ahole Hole? Um, the, you know, Umi Wai and uh, Kapakahi were the only two places I know where if you couldn't get Limukohu on the rocks, you could get them under the water. They grew on the bottom because of that spring water coming up. Didn't taste the same, but it was Limukohu. It was the same species. Yeah. It was different, I remember that. Yeah, yeah so... Um, Didn't have that red color. No, it was, it was kind of gray, yeah, you yeah. know. Weak that is good. Um, and Waikane, because of that spring, I believe, they had that limu, that, that short limu on the rocks, and a holy holy fed on that. Huh. So they would come in and eat their uh, uh, the red opai, opai lolo, and, and uh, forget the other one. But uh-huh. This is the a holy holy. A holy holy. Every year, October, you know, sometime in October through. Beginning of December, man, that thing was so full of it, and, and they pick up, they picked a great spot because the current was so strong, it was hard to get them. I remember the current being strong there. Yeah. Right, Kohalo current. If you wanted to get to that hole, you dive, you go, twenty yards up, start your dive there, your descent. I remember a strong current. Mean current. Um, What's significant about the holy holy though? That, that's what I'm trying to get at. You know, different kind of holy holy, yeah? Yeah, three that I know of. Yeah. yeah. This one was? Uh, ooh, big eye, rust bottom. The opu had uh, rust color on it. Yeah, it looked like it was rusty, right, on the, uh, on the yeah. belly. And they were but big. They were big. bigger. Yeah. yeah. And I remember they'd be, oh, be choke all underneath the stones, uh-huh. popping in and out, looking at you, going right. back in. And they're really good eating. You could almost uh, close your eyes and spear yeah. and pull one out or two. Yeah. And yeah, they were there to, I guess, breed, maybe. Uh-huh. And they'd go back to the deep water. Yeah, they'd go back to the deep water because after that, uh, mm-hmm. I guess when they were done, mating or what have you, they disappeared. Mm-hmm. They'd be gone. And they would show up just that time of year. Yep. You know, October, you said. hmm I remember, I don't... I remember going with you. You're the one who turned me on to it. Yeah. And we did dive at Umiwai, and uh, yeah, the holy holy was all over. Well, you know, um, a- as I think of the counter, uh, you know, on a mountain road, it, it's not like it used to be. You know, the panini was all over the place. I remember going right, over right, there right, right, right. picking the fruit during the, the, right, during the season. Right. And the other one is uh, uh, Nawili Wili. Remember what? Uh, right. That now is. Very sparse, that, that uh, golf walk. Really, really. I mean, it's hard to find. Still got, yeah, hard to find. You got that uh, insect on it. Yeah, the golf wasp. Anyway, uh, that was the counter for sharks. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And there were times where uh, quite high, you could smell the hano, you know, the, the afterbirth. And oh, yeah. 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 The sharks would come in uh, Pelicani, and it was crazy inside there. You know, you know what kawaii means? No. 
quite high. Uh, well, you know, before you see all these cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a koala. You know, the koala was rich. Yeah. Because of vai. Yeah. Vai, the freshwater. Uh-huh. Vai, vai is wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that famous song? Kanaka vai. Kanaka vai. Yeah. Yes, Jesus Christ. Uh, how can I? You know, what did he want? How can I? Walk, walk in paradise with you. Yeah, and he said, "Go and sell all that you have." And he, he turned. He hung his head. He turned and walked away because he had a lot of things. Yeah, the merchant. Yeah, it's, 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 him Kanaka Vai Vai is yeah. about that. Oh. A man of uh, great wealth. Yeah, but in Kohala, you know, we have got so many perennial streams in that flow. Oh. And uh, I was looking at them. You know, there's like about twenty. Today, still. Well, I don't know if they're all flowing, bro. Oh, okay. But you know some like Halaba, yeah, Amakao, yeah, uh, Wakaina, uh, those you know flow, but the yeah. others uh, Waikane, Yuli, yeah, I, I've seen them go dry too, you know over the yeah. years, but uh, Paliakamo, Pololu of course, um, Waipuka, oh man, yeah. uh, Wainaya, you know yeah. all these places, but anyway. Um, yeah, so koala's rich, mm-hmm. you know, because it had the water. Yeah. And it had all the lois, and, uh-huh. you know, they, they could they had a tremendous amount of food. Yeah. Oh. And so I, I know today that agriculturally we're, we're trying to get to that. And uh, I admire these young young Hawaiian men. Uh-huh. They're out there opening these lois. Yeah. Yeah, opening all these Picking lois. the waterhead. Yeah, I was driving through Yuli. Yeah. You know, I, have, I don't go there often because I don't live there in Makapala and I still live uh-huh. in Sarapoli's house in Yuli. Uh-huh. So I'm driving through and I look, whoa. I look by uh, at the Margaret Tablet, you know, the yeah. Aloha family, I think. Belden's, uh, Belden lives right in the corner. Uh-huh. And I look, wow, they had opened up the area. You know, really? Yeah, that was all Lo'i. Wow. Yeah, really nice. And so these, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pukawa and uh, uh, Galan, Bubu Galan, uh-huh. and uh, you know all these guys, uh, uh, the Raymonds, you know, open up all the lois, yeah. Wow. Uh, good to see them planting taro, oh. planting food. You know, something that uh, historically has grown successfully in Kohala. You oh. ever, you ever buy poi lately? Yeah. How much? Crazy. How much? Uh, at Costco it was ten dollars for two ba- two two pounds. Uh, one bag is ten dollar. Yeah, outside in the market, I can't buy it. It's it's too expensive. And, and you know, before it used to be like you had to add water yeah, to the yeah, pot. it was so thick. Yeah, now you got to kind of maybe <laughs> you, you got to dry them out. Bag, bit, yeah, you dry them out. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much water. Uh, I mean, but you know, poison is expensive, not cheap. Hopefully. But uh, oh wow, we got two minutes left. Wow, Chucks. Okay. Jeez. No, but what time was spent was well spent. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it's only an hour program. Uh. Yeah. Oh, but, but uh, please, before we go. Yeah, go ahead. I remember as a kid, I used to ride my bike to the poi shop. My tutu and hini would give me a top of a bowl. And say, hey, I'm Puna. Go get poi. 25 cents. And I, they'd, they'd put, they'd fill up the top of i take it home and she'd add water to it. Would make four bowls, twenty-five cents. Oh, we had we lived in Kamiki. Yeah, yeah, Kapolono Park. Yeah, down in Kapohulu. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's on the corner now. Uh, I see them in mind because I was a little kid. Yeah, with Winum, uh, Winum, Winum. I don't know. Yeah, hey, okay. But go they ahead. had this uh, plywood shed uh-huh. on stilts. Yeah, yeah, and. It was this plywood flap, and it opened it. They had one bare bulb light. Me. Yeah. And they turned them on. And they would have all these kilomania, these big vats of poi. Uh. And you'd come, and you'd bring your bowl or your or your pot. Yeah. And they'd tell, how much you like? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, give me 25 cents or 50 cents, whatever. Yeah. And they would scoop them. Uh-huh. Yeah? And they would, I mean, they were good at it. No they scoop them, and what bam you know, they <laughs> put it in the bowl, and, yeah. Yeah, they, and off you go, you know. Right. And uh, that's uh, how you bought your poi. Yeah. You know, right down Kapuhulu, and you uh-huh. poi out, okay, boom. And then the poi would last. Uh. The thing wouldn't sour. 
Oh. You know, for the last couple of days, my brother, he loves sour boy. You know? I like, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's how we would, they didn't come in bags. Uh-huh. You know, just go down a couple yeah. of little, bam, you know, they, they were good at it. But anyway, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's uh, 8 o'clock, time's up. And I hope you guys are enjoying a little discourse on a pool update and some uh, meanderings of our past lifestyle. Uh. Uh, I really want to get into why, why yeah. the why oh. and Kai are important to sustaining our lifestyle today. You know, as, well, a, as we'll a kid, I, I couldn't, uh, couldn't fathom that. You know, I, uh, my tutuwaini wanted me to learn Hawaiian so bad. But that, that was a hard point for me, why and Kai, they both water. Different kind of water. Yeah, salt, salt water. Salt and, yeah, yeah cream. Anyway, we'll okay. see folks uh, next week, Thursday, same time, same station. <laughs> And uh, aloha and mahalo for uh, listening. Any last words, huh? See you oh, next Kavita. week. Okay. <laughs> this is Aloha Country on KNKRLP 96.1 FM.